OMG. Fish B, thank you so much for not making me ask you to turn down the music to start the show. I appreciate that. What a what a generous extra dimensional act on your part. Apparently I spoke too soon. I mean Fish B, don't get me wrong. I love the Dark E Freaker Blueberry remix featuring Danny Brown as much as the next guy, but this isn't the best way to start the show. Is there, is there any chance we might be able to turn it down just a little and, and get to it? All right. Thank you, Fishby. Truly an extra-dimensional fishbowl after my heart. Tonight, Fishby and I, once again, we're going old school. 17 questions mixed up in a fishbowl. The very best questions in the entire galaxy or something like that. Question one from Fish B reads as follows. What was your grand taco tally for TJ Taco Tuesday? Fans of alliteration are, uh, are touching themselves right now. Taco tally, TJ. Uh, um, uh, it was nine before the show. We mentioned that we did the carnitas, the pork. We did three of those. We also did three pollo, and we also did three carne asada. And then, and then after the show, while watching the World Series, we got ourselves... Then we went to the fish family. We got three fish tacos and three, uh, three, three shrimp tacos. So uh, 15 tacos in one day, I, I think, is a respectable... I mean, beyond respectable. I, it's, it's, not, it's not worth a medal. I mean, it's not an Olympic event. It's, it's not worth framing the achievement... But I challenge you to, and I'm not talking about some kind of taco, but I'm talking about real, real tacos. If you can do better than 15, you, uh, you let me know. I, uh, I don't regret those decisions at all. Not at all. Question two. Can you explain the Instagram cosmetic surgery policy? Uh, I mean, I... I can try. Can I? Can I begin by stealing what uh, what BBC News uh, how they summarized it? Instagram is removing all augmented reality AR augmented reality filters that depict or promote cosmetic surgery amid concerns they harm people's mental health. Effects that make people look like they've had lip injections, fillers, or a facelift will be among those banned. That's from the BBC. And I know Mark Zuckerberg was testifying on Congress today, his favorite place to go and basically be the subject of national ridicule. Way to go once again, Mark Zuckerberg. You've done it. But how the fuck has Instagram gotten to this dilemma before they've gotten the dilemma of giving people the option to privatize their likes? That's a bigger mental health issue, and that is such an easy solution. That's a win-win for Instagram. It gives influencers the chance to still make their money by being influencers, and and it gives those with I mean, whether you have a documented mental illness or not, but for those that would like to participate in the forum that is Instagram without the insta anxiety that can be crippling, I mean, privatizing the likes is such an easy thing. It's such low hanging fruit. Why can't they do that? I've been back on the insta for a couple of weeks. 
But just like Firefest, I'm only posting tiles. I mean, it worked out great for Firefest, at least the at least the promotion part, right? Given they had an unlimited supermodel budget, which is, which is something Fish B and I don't have. Although maybe one day we will have an unlimited. No, no, probably not. Thank, thanks, Fish B. Thank you. Thanks. Question three: Will President Trump be impeached? Well, yes, he'll be impeached in the House. I don't know how he can't be at this point. I mean, I mean, how much more evidence does a does a rational thinking, reasonable person need? And I understand Congress might not have a lot of those in the House. I mean, everyone is a partisan almost by definition, right? So, but how much more evidence do you need? Democrats have the majority in the House. You know that, so. He'll get impeached in the House, but then it moves over to the Senate for the trial where Chief Justice John Roberts will serve as service judge to oversee the whole thing. But I don't think the Senate's going to vote to remove him from office. I think the the firewall that Trump has of Republican loyalists that are scared to death to get primaried will keep him in office. But unfortunately, the precedent that sets is when Clinton was impeached in the House and... and, and uh, not kicked out of office by the Senate, that established the precedent going forward that basically lying about sex is okay for politicians and for presidents. Are we now going to set the precedent if Republicans don't kick Trump out of office? If they say, yeah, it was wrong, it was, it was poor judgment, but it certainly doesn't rise to the level of an offense that warrants being removed from office. Are we now putting on the record, are we now setting the precedent, and I promise it's the last time I'll say that word, well, maybe one more precedent, that going forward, that the president steering foreign policy, not for national interest, but for personal political gain, are we going to lay down a marker for future generations that that's okay? Because it's sure shit not okay. These are curious, curious times, my friend, but I'm scared that's the world we live in. Don't you feel sorry for the House Republicans that stormed the committee room and ordered snacks? These are, uh, this was the Freedom Caucus, or is, uh, I'm sure they're affectionately known all around campus as the Freedom Cox. So after a meeting with President Trump yesterday, urging them that they had to fight harder. Today, they go down to, to the skiff, which was where this thing is being held because it's, they don't want foreign governments listening in. Skiff is an acronym, Sensitive Compartmented Information Facility, is what, is what SCIF stands for, excuse me, when you hear that in the news. But they went down there. This thing, for those of you that, that were alive enough to... Uh, recall the 2000 election and the recount in Florida between George W. and Al Gore. This thing is the Brooks Brothers Riot Part 2. And they called this thing the Brooks Brothers Riot during the recount because a bunch of paid political operatives, the average age of which is like mine age now, 44 years old, and it was called Brooks Brothers because they were all dressed in like khaki pants and, and, and ties and suit jackets. But they staged a phony protest 
outside where the election ballots were being checked for uh, uh, dimpled chads, I believe, was uh, one of the things. Is that chad dimpled? Is it? I'm not, I'm not sure. But, th- I mean, this whole thing was... Was, was just a stunt for Sean Hannity and the alternate Fox News universe. It's stuck because Republicans, they're trying to, they, they had to do it. They had no choice because the Democrats are holding these meetings in secret in the basement. As if the physical location where they're doing this in the Capitol building matters. They have to do it in the basement because that's where the fucking skiff is. Number one. Number two, there are, <clears throat> excuse me, There are Republicans from the Intelligence, Oversight, and Foreign Affairs Committee present at these meetings. The notion that there's no Republicans is is just nutty. And maybe if you exclusively get your information from Jim Jordan and Sean Hannity, that makes sense. But it's it's total bullshit. I'm told... Excuse me. Let me grab my beer. I'm told... I'm told they, uh, I'm told they ordered pizza. I'm not sure from where. And I'm also told, I mentioned the snacks. I don't know where the snacks were from, but I bet, I bet we'll find out. I bet we will. Question five from Fish B reads as follows. Is Bill Taylor, now he's the, the State Department employee, the, uh, he, he wasn't officially an ambassador to Ukraine because he wasn't confirmed by the Senate, but, but anyway, his damning testimony yesterday. Is Bill Taylor a radical, unelected bureaucrat? Again, this is a smear for the Fox News universe and the Sean Hattisphere, is what this is. Um, this guy, he graduated, and, and let, let me know as I go through a little bit of his resume here. Let me know where radical, unelected bureaucrat comes into play. Uh, He's a graduate of West Point. He's a Vietnam veteran. He's served every single United States president since 1985. He was officially retired, officially retired, was urged to come back, personally handpicked and hired by your current Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. Handpicked by this guy. And now they're trying to smear him as a radical, unelected bureaucrat. This will actually be a curious case in marketing and branding because what the Bill Taylor, his name will become more and more famous as more and more people start. Because his his testimony, his 15-page opening statement was, he was in fuego. As a, I'm not sure they even say around here. But we'll see what the average American, what, what, what they think of this fellow. Is he really, you know, a radical, unelected bureaucrat when in reality he's an Ed Straight Arrow Gennaro? We'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Curious indeed. Question six, Fishby. If Fox News didn't exist, would Trump still be president? 
These these are difficult questions today, Fishby. Should, shouldn't there be some shouldn't there be some fluff in here that we can use as crutches to get through to get by these? Jesus. Um, what was the question? If Fox News didn't exist, would Trump still be president? In a word, no. This brings me back to a point that I've mentioned before, but the impetus for the creation of Fox News was the brainchild that if a something like Fox News existed during Watergate, that Nixon would not have been, I mean, eventually resigned because he was about to be impeached, about to be convicted by the Senate. So no, there's so much misinformation that people are accepting as fact that I don't necessarily blame the people for. They, they, they have busy lives. And when you turn on something like Fox News or you turn on a nationally syndicated radio host that, you know, supposedly all your friends think the world of, you, you should have a reasonable expectation of something that resembles the truth, something that resembles it. And oftentimes it, it can resemble the truth, but they're cherry picking their facts and they're lying by omission. So if Fox News didn't exist, President Trump would not still be president. Question seven. Oh, here's some fluff. This is, this is right what I, cheers to you, Fishby. Cheers to you. Uh, did you know David Harbour, he's, uh, he's Hopper from Stranger Things. He hosted SNL a couple weeks ago. Did you know David Harbour and Lily Allen were a thing? No, I had no idea. And I have a tough time thinking that like 1% of everyone listening even knows who Lily Allen is. Lily Allen in the aughts was a British. Now, she was an artist. She put out music. I saw her in concert. Her music wasn't terrible for someone that can't really rap or really sing, but kind of does this weird thing in between. She's not near the poet as, say, a, say a Kate Nash, someone who kind of also operated in that sphere of, of music at that time. But no, I mean, she was, I haven't even seen a picture of Lily Allen in the last decade. So, so no, I did not know that David Harbour, Hopper, and Lily Allen were a thing. Are you looking forward to flying home tomorrow? No. No, I'm not. And the flight down here was, uh, something curious happened. And I, I don't, I don't think I've mentioned this yet. And I just found it, I found it really fucking annoying on the plane, but I, I thought maybe I was just, I was just being a bitch about it. I, I thought that was a chance. But, but then I asked uh, Jennifer White when I was in San Diego, we were hanging out and I told her what happened. Like, like, am I in the wrong here or is that inappropriate? She's like, no, no, they're wrong. That was inappropriate. So what happened was these people that, I don't know if this was their first plane flight or what it was, but the people that sat two rows behind me didn't couldn't couldn't spring the three dollars for a headphone jack splitter and so they were watching some movie i think it was one of the jurassic parks but they were watching it the entire flight without headphones 
just, just, just letting it play like they're in the comfort of their own bedroom. And I've taken a lot of flights, but I've never experienced that. And I was kind of looking around like, is anyone else annoyed by this or is it just me? The flight attendants never told them to turn it off. It was, it was bizarre. I hope it, uh, I can't imagine that would happen again, but no, I, uh, <laughs> I, I never, I, I, I enjoy so much uh, when I'm lucky enough to get out of town that I'm never looking forward to a flight home. Thank you for reminding me that uh, part of my night or morning will include packing. Boo. What the? Fish B? Who invited minor league speaker? I didn't invite minor league speaker. This is our time, Fish B. Can we get back to the questions? Thank you. Uh, question, uh, question nine. <clears throat> Have you busted out the Capri pants in Mexico yet? Oh, this, this is a real tragedy, not just, not just for the greater San Diego TJ area. I, I think this is a tragedy for you know, all of Mexico, if not all of Latin America, because I think the, the fashion that I would have displayed, it might have sparked a revolution. I, I'm not sure if it would have been good or bad, but a Capri pants on men, revolution. Uh, it's been too hot. It's been freezing in Spokangelis, like, like liter literally below 32 degrees at nighttime. It's, it's been freezing. I get down here and it's 90 degrees, which feels wonderful, but also feels way too hot for Capri pants. So unfortunately, all of TJ in San Diego is lost out. Jesus, Fish B. Are you okay, Fish B? Is something wrong with you? Something's always wrong with you. Fair enough. Question 10. Yo, it's me, Fish B. You want to tell the random text story or should I? Oh, this is, this is weird. Has this ever happened to you? Um, a stranger uh, uh, started, started sexting me earlier on, on a wrong number. Is, is this how common? Sexting has become. Uh, first, I get a text. Hold, hold on. Let me. Uh, we'll read this aloud as 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 poetry. The first text. Hey, handsome guy. How's everything been going, sweetie? Guess what? I'll be in Kirkland for the weekend. Do you want to chill? And and I get a picture. There's no nudity in it, but 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 there's a woman wearing 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 just a brassiere. Uh, showing off uh, her cleavage, and then and then I I text back wrong number. Good luck to you though. And then she texts back, oh wow! Exclamation point! I can't believe I did that. LOL. I'm embarrassed. Sorry about that. Who's this? And I'm like, I'm clearly not going to answer that question. And then and then I I I don't, I don't respond or anything. And then she texts back like 15 minutes later, asking, are you still? And then, and then my reply is, I'm in Mexico. I don't recognize you. And, and, that, and that, that luckily for all of us put an end to it. But sexters, you got to come. I mean, if you're accidentally sexting uh, people you don't know, I mean, let this be a lesson to you. Next time you want to send something erotic, uh, double check the number. This person clearly not in my contacts. I've I've never gotten any correspondence from that phone number before. It's bizarre. If you had one wish, 
What would it be? Oh, that's a, that's a very difficult question. But but speaking on off the top of my head and not making some kind of uh, grand thought about it, I wish everyone would go online and read the 15-page Bill Taylor opening statement from yesterday. Yes, it is a little meaty. Yes, it is single space. And yes, it is 15 pages. And yes, you'll be reading a PDF and no one, I mean, it's, it's a PDF. But this thing is, is so enlightening and so damning that our only defense, our only anecdote, our only kryptonite towards this endless cycle of misinformation and propaganda from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and the Minions is to be informed as fuck. So if I had one wish, everyone in America would read this thing. And if you haven't, uh, I, hope you can, uh, I hope you can find the time. Next up, Fishby. Question 12. What's the best part of show prepping in a holiday lounge? Well, uh, 25 peso uh, Dos Equis doesn't hurt. You know, keep it interessante. Also, uh, after the morning uh, football, after the morning football is no longer on television, uh, they switch over one of the TVs in the sound to VH1 Classic. <coughs> Excuse me, my, my throat started messing with me. But they switch, and on V, I haven't really spent that much time watching VH1 Classic, but I got, I got Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. I got that Madonna cut from the Desperately Seeking Susan soundtrack. I got, man, there, there were so, so many, I mean, there were some bad songs. There was New Kids on the Block, The Right Stuff, but th there are a lot of good things too. I got, the only thing they haven't played for me that I, that I would like to see is, uh, and, and this goes back to a junior high crush I had, but uh, remember the Bengals? Don't, I, I hate to cite Walking Like an Egyptian, which is like their worst song ever, but, but the Bengals were, you know, they kind of sprung, they were kind of secondarily out of a, the new wave kind of alt movement in the, in the L.A. side. But anyway, uh, but Susanna Hoffs was in the Bengals, and uh, she had a special place in my heart. So did Janet Jackson, but... Question 14, have you seen the Dutch asshole again? And again, I'm going to be quiet because I feel like I'm staying on a floor that uh, there's a lot of gringos around, if you know what I mean. Um, no, I haven't seen him, although I did see his quote-unquote date with another elderly gentleman uh, last night at the hotel lounge. So... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm not, I'm not insinuating anything. You're big. You make those decisions for yourself. Question 15. Are you insecure? I mean, aren't, aren't we all, I mean, that, what, what a, what a oddly terrible question to ask of a human being, because aren't we all insecure in, in, in some way or another. And if you are totally secure in everything you do, then I think your brain somehow limits the ability of, of, of empathy and self-reflection, frankly. So yeah, I'm, I'm insecure about a lot of things, 
But let me say this. I am secure in my insecurity. And Fishby, are we almost done? Because my voice is about to give out. <coughs> yeah. Oh, man. Ah. Question 16. How many donkeys have you seen or touched in Mexico? I have... Uh, Forgive me, I'm, I'm going to have to talk with, uh, with no wind behind my voice for, uh, for the rest of the show. So I'm not whispering, I'm just, I'm just extra leaning into the mic. Uh, I've, only seen, uh, I've only seen two donkeys, only seen two, and, and they, were, they, they were on the, uh, the touristy stretch of uh, TJ with all the clubs Revolucion. Uh, and they're the, the me- famous Mexican zebras, they're donkeys that are painted to look like zebras. I've only seen two of them. But I can proudly say I've touched them both. That's what I do. I touch donkeys. I'm like, are you Tongaleo? Apparently none of the donkeys are Tongaleo because they didn't respond. And we all know Tongaleo is a donkey with the capacity to walk, talk, and eat with a knife and fork. And the last question, question 17, belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player. And it reads as follows. Fish B, you're out. How will... (coughs) Ah, my voice. How will we ever compete with the Office Ladies podcast? This nine-year-old needs to get paid. Thank you, Isaiah. Now, this is, this is a new podcast. This is Best Friends. Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, stars of The Office. Among, among some, it was an ensemble cast, but they were certainly stars. Um, we're going to compete with them the same way we compete with every other podcast, and that's and, and that and and that's by not competing. We're not we're not we're not trying to we're, we're trying to I mean this is a battle against ourselves. We're trying to do the very best podcast we can 5 nights a week. And we're not, and we're not trying to compete with Adam Carolla. We're not trying to compete with Mark Marin unless unless it's for the 2021 iHeartRadio podcast of the year. Then that award, then step aside motherfuckers. Then step aside. But in terms of, of a day-in, day-out basis, uh, we're, we're, not, we're, we're not competing against them. What, what we are competing for is to create a good enough show that's part, that, that is consistently part of people's podcast rotation, if that makes sense. We just, we just want to be in the rotation. We just, we just, we just want to be in the mix. And, and if we can get there and sustain that, then my friend, I think, will be fine. Just fine. And that is 17 questions by Bob and Fish B. Live to tape from, uh, from T.Y. I think it's pretty obvious there's no fucking editing there. Don't like to do that. Uh, mediocre news uh, to end. It, it's Wednesday in my world. Uh, we'll, tomorrow's travel day and, and doing the show on travel days when you got to pack and check out of a hotel and then get on a train and then get to the airport. Uh, trying to squeeze a show in there w- w- would simply be simply be overwhelming. And so I think I think we're just going to be on vacation, kind of, in, in, until Monday. So I might have an idea for Friday. I might, but I, but I don't want to tease it because I don't want to I don't want to get your hopes up for something that I'm not going to do. But I have an idea for Friday. Worst case scenario, We'll be back on Monday. Till then, Fishby and I love you. Take care of each other. I don't think there's any mental health stuff tonight, right? Do we have to give the NAMI thing?
Nah, we're good. All right. I'll be safe. You do the same. Love you. Talk soon. Adios.